and welcome to the From Campus to Careers podcast. This episode is part three of a mini-series we've put together in collaboration with the university's alumni team called Careers in Focus. The aim of these episodes is to explore the various career paths Aston graduates have chosen, digging deep into what working in these roles truly looks like. Today, our guest is Adil Delwar, who will be telling you all about himself and what he does in just a moment. So without further ado, let's get started. Hi, and welcome to the From Campus Studios podcast. I'm joined by my co-host for today, Asad, who is on placement with the university's alumni team. And our guest for today's podcast is Adil Delwal, former Aston student and founder of Palm Life. Welcome, Adil. Thank you so much, guys, for having me. It's an honor. I guess it's a new podcast show by yeah. Aston, right? Yeah, so we're, we're kind of putting, I guess, to give a bit of an insight as to the whole thing, this is part of a a mini series that we're looking to put together to kind of bring to life um, the different career routes, uh, yours being obviously entrepreneurship, but various different other career routes, whether it be marketing, uh, careers in healthcare, uh, engineering, you name it, we're trying to cover them all. So me and Assad are kind of working together to uh, chat with people in the industry and yeah, bring those kind of career paths to life, I guess. Um, so yeah, thank you for joining us at all today. Um, can I start with just asking you, obviously, as I mentioned, you are a, a former Aston student. Uh, what did you study uh, with us at Aston? Um, so I did my MSc in international business in 2015. So that's where basically everything um, came into play about business. I mean, because uh, before that, um, back in 2012, I did a, a bachelor's in biomedical science. So I was not really meant to get into, me- I mean, business, but medicine. Okay. But yeah. things changed over time. Okay. So what I guess, we're, what I think we'll probably get into that a little bit later on in terms of where that kind of change happened. But um, so when was it you graduated uh, from Aston? Was it in the, was it a one year so, course? Yeah, it was one year course. So I was meant to graduate in 2016, but due to some family bereavement, I graduated in 2017, actually. Okay, so, yeah, so yeah. around four years ago then. So mm-hmm. obviously, since that time, as I mentioned, um, you have gone on to form your own business um, called Palm Life. So do you want to, as you're the expert in that business, I, I won't tell people about it. I'll leave the stage to you that, for this one. So can you tell us a little bit about your business, um, what you do, what it what it does? Palm Life is basically the name of the business and it's a brand now. Um, so I've created uh, Palm Life in 2018. So it's a company where we make biodegradable tableware out of naturally fallen palm leaves. So okay. what we simply do is we make... Uh, plates, bowls out of palm leaf. So it's 100% natural and eco-friendly and chemical free as well. So that's where we started the whole palm life thing. And these are the main core products we have at the moment. Okay, brilliant. So I guess as as an entrepreneur, your day may look different um, every single day. But is can you give us a bit of an example of what your typical day might look like in terms of um, what you do run in your business? 
Well, I mean, right now, due to the pandemic, it's mostly, you know, on my laptop. So what I do is probably attend meetings and then work on my marketing strategy, maybe sales and follow up with my stores. What stock have I got? For example, today, earlier, I was basically checking my stock on Amazon. Mm. So I was trying to find out. Uh, so some of my products, basically, they went out of stock. So I need to find out how are they going with Amazon itself and then when can I replenish them and how long do I need to actually get them back to the UK because basically I manufacture them in India and which is why I need to get them from India to the UK. So the I mean, that's basically a normal day like for me. And okay. like right now, you know, speaking to people, networking um, and sharing my story maybe at times like this. Okay, so when did you um, really decide you wanted to be an entrepreneur? Um, so basically, I think um, I've always had an interest in business because I come from a, a, a family where they've been in business since my, I mean, last two generations. So, which is why I kind of picked it up from my father. So when I was going to school, I used to always uh, help him with his business. So he used to, you know, call me and I used to go down to his office and try and play around with stuff, you know, source stuff, maybe help with some marketing or sales stuff, just do something basic. But that's where, you know, I started getting into it. So that's when, you know, I knew that I have an interest in business, but I did not really understand if I want to pursue that or not in the future. So um, when I was doing my biomedical science bachelor's, I actually went for an internship in a hospital lab and I did not really enjoy that. I mean, that was not okay. my thing. I feel like, you know, what, this is something practical, yep. which I'm doing as a biomedical scientist might do, but I'm not really enjoying it. That's when I feel like, you know what, I actually want to do something else. And business was the thing that came to my mind. So it was that the kind of the, I guess, the moment where the penny dropped, where you kind of thought, okay, this this isn't for me, I need to yep. find something else. And then because of your experience as a, as as you said, your family being in business, that seemed like the, the natural route to go. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, that that's exactly why I think I feel like, you know what, uh, business entails a lot of things. I mean, which like, you know, sitting in a lab from nine to five, it was just me, you know, doing few stuff, you know, where I can't interact with other human yeah. beings that much because you have to be focused and everything. So I was like, you know what, being in university, I was always quite active because I used to, you know, be social, I mean, school rep, course rep or president of a society, etc. So my skills that I had always wanted me to go engage with people and do something more than that. And business is exactly a platform where you actually have to go sell yourself, do some marketing, sales, etc. There's always something where it's involved with human being as in, you know, with people. So I understand that you received some support from the university's BC program. So can you tell us a bit more about it? Yes, so Aston has a brilliant uh, platform called BSEEN. So when I graduated, I actually went back to Bangladesh for one year um, where I was trying to gain more experience working with my dad. And during that time, basically, I applied for BSEEN and BSEEN, you know, was interested in my uh, project. So they were like, we would like to offer you a place. And that's how I came down and back to the UK and kickstarted my business with them. So I basically got a free office space. Then I've got 500 pound grant and, you know, networking opportunities, etc. So that was a 
that was actually for for an international who needs to come from abroad. That was a big thing. Yeah. I mean, because we need, you know, yeah. uh, a means, a medium to come through to come to the UK and do some business, right? So yeah, obviously BC New was amazing for me. So just, I guess, just go back to uh, your experience from um, going from that sort of traditional job role into the route of entrepreneurship. Do you think entrepreneurship is something that feels more natural to you? Or do you think it's something that perhaps you've learned a bit more on over time? Do you, do you, I guess what I'm saying is, do you feel like deep down you're all, always meant to be an entrepreneur, entrepreneur? Or do you just feel like it's something that you knew you wanted to do, but you needed to learn the skills to get there? I think I definitely needed that, you know, um, skills and knowledge to actually pursue this career because you know I did have some background knowledge about how you do stuff but I think you definitely need to go to university or something or at least you know learn educate yourself so that's something I needed to do for myself because coming from a science background I think uh, it really helped me equip with more skills and experience from what I've learned from university to understand how actually it works. Even like, let's say, when you go uh, into the business world, there will be terminologies that you might not be familiar with. You will have to look it up on Google every time. So even those things, you know, understanding what's acquisition, you know, what's yeah. merging, etc. So these basic things might sound basic. Obviously, you might learn while, you know, being in business and experiencing yourself. But it's definitely uh, beneficial if you do have the knowledge, you know, uh, beforehand and then get into business, which makes life a bit easier. So when we think of um, entrepreneurs, we think of them working 24 hours a day and day and night. So is that the same case for you as well? Um, well, not 24 hours, obviously I need some sleep. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I mean, it's true that, uh, I mean, let's say when I, I used to work uh, nine to five, you know, I had kind of some fixed time. Like nowadays, I mean, it's more like I have to basically, you know, random times I might be doing random things. I might be thinking, you know, some idea came up to my head. I'm like, okay, you know what? I need to uh, get cracking on with it. So I probably take a piece of paper or pen or, you know, maybe take out my phone and go on notes and start, you know, noting them down and then try and do some research, etc. So apart from that, obviously, at the background, since as an entrepreneur, not having that many staff is where we have to actually work more than, you know, uh, an established business might do. So which is why, for example, um, sometimes when my email is not working or my website is down, I have to quickly go and make sure to, you know, get in touch with Wix. I mean, the platform who I'm actually having my um, website with to get it sorted and then make sure that people can get on it and everything, etc. That's just an example, basically. Yep. So what's the most challenge, challenging thing about being an entrepreneur? Ooh, well, I think uh, there's a lot of things uh, which are challenging. For example, um, right now, financially, that's quite challenging for a business. And I think for a startup, I mean, post-COVID, you know, Things are not how we expected it to be. I mean, to be honest, we even when we had a business plan, we yeah. never imagined that we would come across a pandemic. 
I mean, I've I've read that word a few times when I was probably you know in school or something, <laughs> yeah. but I never mm. thought I would get to experience that mm. in life. So, in my business plan, I never had that a part of you know as a risk assessment. Basically, yeah. I never you can't thought, forecast you know, that mm. exactly. You can't. So, which is why things were going great. You know, stocked up products, and I was like, okay, you know what, this is going to be a fantastic year. And then suddenly, you know, January goes, and then February. Wait, what's happening? I don't and know. We're in lockdown again. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Lock, one lockdown goes, and you're like, okay, maybe now I can get back to business. Yeah. Then boom, again, again. It's like, okay, I don't know what's happening. So as a startup, not having any other means of, you know, uh, earning money, I think it's quite challenging financially for us at the moment. So uh, I'm going to kind of come on the flip side here and ask you what you love most about uh, being an entrepreneur. Uh, well, you know, the freedom of doing whatever you want from wherever you want. For example, I'm in Georgia now. <laughs> so, you know, even though wherever I am, I can still manage to do my work and, uh, you know, and I get to network with lots of people. So I think that's an, um, a very important thing for me. Uh, being an entrepreneur, I think I love meeting new people, you know, and engaging with new people. And I think challenges, you know, is something I like. So I, I think business is challenging it's itself. And as an entrepreneur, obviously, it's even more challenging. So overcoming each and every challenge is, uh, is painful, but it's amazing at the same time. Would you say, uh, just, I guess, touching on, because um, what I'm getting from you is that we, as an entrepreneur, there is just so much variety um, in the things that you do. You're almost covering all bases of your business at all times. You could be doing uh, various different things at various different times of the day. Would you say the the appreciation for that variety is something that is a, almost a prerequisite for being an entrepreneur? Um, would you say someone who's used to that nine to five and enjoys that structure would also enjoy the entrepreneur life? Or is it something that you almost need a bit more of that freedom and a bit more of that um, fluidity and variety in your in your day? Um, I, th I think it it will depend on an individual. I mean, um, for example, me just because at the start, to be honest, like, you know, running a business myself was not really something I imagined because back in the days I was a shy fellow. So I I was always scared of, you know, engaging with people and doing what I do now. So I had to kind of overcome that those challenges. So that that's why, you know, I was like, Anytime when I face a challenge, I basically want to find ways how to overcome that. So which is why me coming to this stage today took me lots of years and I had to actually do lots of things to overcome that, which is why even being a course rep, for example, when standing for that election, you know, having to speak to people like, you know, I used to have, um, I mean, I used to basically be very scared of that. So everything that i have learned over the years is what made me want to become one now but a few so, years back if you spoke to me probably it would have been a different answer i would mm -hmm. not probably say that i want to be an entrepreneur so what advice would you give to your younger self well you know what <laughs> it's a big try question not to stress <laughs> out yeah i mean because i think everyone has to live up to some expectations of somebody that's the problem we have Either it's probably maybe your elder siblings, you know, who's done really great, your 
family might be telling you, look at his son, et cetera. I mean, coming from an Asian background, that's what generally happens to us. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, the comparison comes up quite often and they think if they can do it, why can't you do that? I mean, it's very hard to block off the whole world and, you know, focus on what you want. What you want to do. So I think, I think it's very important for, you know, every individual to just take everything easily because life is temporary and you have to enjoy what you do. So try and just, you know, relax, chill. And, you know, even as an entrepreneur, it, you don't really have to be successful, to be honest. I mean, as long as you're enjoying it, like let's say I'm enjoying it right now and probably my profit margin is not what I expected. It's not like I'm going to quit. So, so, but if I even do quit in the future, I won't really be, you know, very upset about it because I did do what I wanted to, you know, experience or learn from. So go with something that you're really passionate about, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So I guess I'm going to take it back to um, your time at Aston. I know it was a few years ago now, but um, what would you say is the most valuable thing you learned um, during your time at Aston on your course? Um, do you mean from the course or just uh, in general the time I spent, you know, in the university oh, in Aston? I guess either, really, either. Um, is there any one thing that stands out? Um, well, I think, you know, being a senior rep where I had to actually solve an issue where it was to do with team working, you know, problems. So all the, because as you know, Aston is quite diverse. We have multinational, you know, people in in um, Aston. So we had a very big challenge at that time where each and every group had different nationality people in a group and every group had problems of, you know, going through that. And there were meetings after meetings, you know, where I had to lead the meetings and speak about how can we solve this issue? You know, everyone's coming and going like, oh, it's, you know, we've spent a lot of money, you know, to come to this university. Now, why are we going to be with these kind of, you know, uh, group mates who doesn't know anything, doesn't understand anything, language barrier, barrier this and that, etc. So that was the moment where I thought, you know what, that was an amazing thing I learned that, you know, in future in life, you would be actually working with different multinational people or, you know, group work is something where, you know, you get to learn a lot how to overcome challenges. So what we learned from that moment is that this is exactly how it's going to be in the future that you will have to try and, you know, pick up what another member of the group might not be able to perform because that's where you might, you know, use your leadership skill and probably take the lead and solve something the other person could not. So people were actually not being able to see what they were doing, that un unintentionally some of them who was taking in charge of the role and taking solving something for someone else, et cetera, or even during, let's say, presentation time, they would be complaining, it was not my part to do it, why did I do it? But that's where they forgot that they actually overcome something, learn something, and those things were beneficial for me because as a student and as a, you know, a, senior rep i got to see both sides you know yep, face yep. it learn it how to solve it etc so that was brilliant i mean i think which is why university um when you go for a course it's just not the course that you do is that's going to help you out it's more than that it's how involved you are what you're trying to do was this something that you enjoyed as well um when taking on these challenges as well yes i did i mean which is why you know uh, I, because I was a course rep, and then 
I became a senior rep because I thought, you know what, these are, you know, challenges which my cohort are facing, including myself. I think if I can be involved and try and find a solution for that, that'd be great. So if we um, fast forward into future, let's say five years down the line, so what do you um, hope to achieve um, next in terms of your business? In terms of business, I mean, I'm quite optimistic. We might be in a different stage because right now we were doing some research and development with Aston University where we're trying to find out new materials which we can use to like manufacture more single-use sustainable products which might replace a lot of other single-use products uh, that's out there in the market. And I think you might have seen the news, the amount of pressure building up on UK to stop exporting the amount of you know plastic waste that have been dumping on all the other countries abroad. So which is why this is a challenge that's growing within UK. And I think there's a lot of opportunities out there for that. So including for Palm Life and any other businesses who's coming forward for that, I think there's a lot we can do. And I mean, yeah, so I think we might be able to come up with something where we can actually contribute towards solving that problem that UK is facing at the moment. I, th- I think that's kind of like the the dream business, isn't it? Ideally, yeah. you want to, you know, you want to make profit, but you also want to make a difference. And, you know, if it's, it's sustainability, something that you're passionate about, then sort of being able to do both hand in hand is um, the ideal scenario. Um mm-hmm. So I guess I'm going to round off the questions unless Assad has got any other follow-up questions at all. Um, what advice um, would you give to students listening to you right now um, who aspire to start their own business in the future? I would say that, I mean, um, if you can, try and gain some experience before you start your own business and also make sure that you have some financial backup or as at least a plan how to you know mitigate the situations like a pandemic or something that might come up because you know people like me i had to sell my car i had to you know get out of you know birmingham go to live with my families etc so i had to overcome lots of challenges you know to actually sustain today and because i did not think about a lot of things which i should have thought about so yeah, I mean, make sure that you have a foolproof business plan and at least think about the financial aspect because otherwise you might end up in depression. It's not a joke, I'm serious, because lots of people, entrepreneurs running startups have suffered men- mentally. And I think it's very important to understand these things, how one thing can you know, affect you overall. Very good points, mate. And I think going with something that you are really love and passionate about as well um would really push you to work hard on and achieve your dreams as well absolutely I think that's it I, th- I think as you mentioned a little bit earlier the the enjoyment that you get from it isn't isn't solely based on did i make a profit this year or what are my profit margins looking like this year it's do i feel passionate about this business do i feel passionate about the brand do i want to carry on working like this and that that all kind of ultimately I'd imagine drive you forward to success ultimately it's a sometimes it's not all about the quick wins is it it's about that long-term goal and achieving the things in the long term so absolutely absolutely yeah so yeah uh, I think unless there's anything else to add from you Assad I think that's um no that's everything yeah so uh 
thank you again, Adil, for joining us on the podcast. Um, some really interesting insights there. And um, I'll uh, tell you guys where you can find out more about Adil's business um, and, uh, yeah, help kind of with the sustainability. So, yeah, so yeah. I'll leave I'll leave a note in the show notes where you can find out more about Palm Life. Um, yeah, so thank you both uh, for joining us on the podcast today. And thank you for having me, guys. Thank you, Adil. Thank you.